You already know it's your girl Ohima T and Dej, and you're listening to the Dark and Lovely Pod. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> you already know it's your girl Ohima T and Dej, and you're listening to the Dark and Lovely Pod. <laughs> I thought I was supposed to say dark or something. I thought you said that's corny. I don't know. Let's just say all together. Dark and lovely pod. You already know it's your girl Ahima T. And Dej. And you're listening to the Dark Dark and and Lovely lovely Pod. pod. You're so fake. When I look at biracial people and they are to what my appearance, they either claim to be exactly half or more Mm -hmm. to maybe one side, Mm -hmm. I just leave them. You can't bring people along with you that don't want to come. And we, to a certain extent, have to keep blackness. Hey guys. Hey. Welcome back to another episode. Yes, yes, yes. So today, (laughs) we have a special guest, our third guest. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay, Teresa, I guess I'll you introduce. Want to introduce. Okay, so this is my good, 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 good sis. Yes. Um, <laughs> we've been best friends since grade nine. Yeah. And yeah, what can I say? What can you say? <laughs> <laughs> Tell people about me. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this dean is my arch nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> We're like exactly the opposite, but also very similar too. So I think that we have grown a lot from each other, learned a lot from each other, and yeah, especially on this topic too. Yeah. So do you want to introduce yourself? Of course. <laughs> hey guys, it's Justine. Um, you know what it is. <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? Mm-mm. I'm excited to talk about this topic. I'm excited to be here. Big fan of the show. Big fan of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my dad is Jamaican, like, born there, was there for 27 years of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my mom is Irish-Canadian. Uh, she was born here, mm-hmm. but her, our family is from Ireland, and her dad is, like, like Canadian-Canadian, like, generationally Canadian. So I identify mm-hmm. her as Irish-Canadian, but I identify myself as black, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and that I'm half Jamaican, half Irish, I guess, if people ask, but I really just identify myself as black as woman. black, yeah, as a black woman, period. period and cool. then, yeah, I guess if I have to get into more detail, then I will say, like, you know, I'm I'm mixed, but usually that's not information I give out on first meet. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, why? Like, why? Um, not why you identify no. as black, <laughs> but, like, like what if someone asks you like oh where are you from and you say I'm black like do you feel like hesitant to say like I'm biracial like like why um, don't you say honestly it? it has to depend on the person's intention so mm. and where I get that from is obviously if you're someone who like we know each other and we know mm. of each other and you're trying to get to know me then I'll be like oh okay like oh yeah you know my mom's this my dad's this but mm-hmm. if it's like I'm at work and a stranger's like, oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm gonna be like, like oh, giving creeper I'm vibes, Jamaican. like that. Yeah, kind of yeah. I'm be like, oh, I'm Jamaican. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, especially white people, will be like, oh no, like you're both parents. And I'll be like, mm-hmm. okay, are you rude? Yeah, no, people do that. And I'll be like, oh, like I'm Canadian, I'm Jamaican. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And usually that just explains like, okay, like I'm yeah. halfway. <laughs> there yeah. you go. <laughs> That's yeah. what you're looking for. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so. Um, 
you said that you identify as a black woman so to you does that mean that you identify with your blackness more than absolutely your whiteness or do you feel like you have whiteness because i really I, <laughs> I don't think of you that way that's why i don't know if this is problematic but like it's your life i don't it's my life <laughs> like i don't it's not a shame thing i just yeah. don't i don't see that like i don't identify mm. as being white it's just not mm-hmm. really who Deep. i am mm-hmm okay so why do you identify more with being black do you think it has to do with your experience like the things that you experience within like society and like how people treat you uh i would say it's that probably my experience and then also just how like i was raised like it's mm-hmm. how i was socialized mm. i was raised like from when i was little like i was told like you're black like mm-hmm. your your mom is white mm-hmm. but you're black yeah from my dad and then from my mom as well like they actively told me like you're mm-hmm. you're black you're beautiful mm-hmm. and then so i just it wasn't until like you interact with other kids do you realize like oh like mm-hmm. i'm not white oh i'm not black enough like you don't experience mm-hmm. that until like you get to elementary school but mm-hmm. just growing up i was just like oh okay i'm black and i could look at my mom and see that like i look like my like me and my dad match more than me and my mm-hmm. mom so it was always just kind of like yeah i'm black <laughs> yeah that makes sense. Do you have a specific memory of when you realize, like, okay, I'm mixed or biracial or whatever? I think, like, I remember my dad telling me, like, I'm Jamaican, your mom is white, yes, but you're... Like, I remember those talks when maybe I was, like, probably, like, five. Like, mm. young enough where I, like, remember, but I don't really remember the age. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think I realized, like that that was important until okay. probably like elementary school mm-hmm. and yeah yeah it probably like grade two grade yeah grade two i feel like i don't know why that year just sticks out like i feel like that's when i realized like oh this is gonna be a common a common topic mm-hmm. for like, <laughs> this is a hot <laughs> a hot topic oh my gosh yeah i think that's what i realized that this is a hot topic. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it was a hot topic more for black kids or white kids or just everybody? Uh, oh. Everybody. I have a very interesting memory. It was when I first I went to St. Jude, which is across the street from Abercroft. So what? You went to St. Yes, Jude? Yes, you know this. Come no, on. No, I don't. don't Maybe I, sh- I should, but Deja. I don't remember. Maybe yes. You're hurting oh, my feelings, no, bro. No, <laughs> I remember you. school days i remember seeing someone but i just didn't put two and two together that was you okay that was me okay (laughs) so uh when we moved to ajax uh, i was in the second grade and it was the mutual friend that i just i I already said her name it was me you can say her name bridget Mm -hmm. amara she went to St. Jude too? Yeah, and then one other (laughs) biracial person like myself oh I, i know who you're talking about yeah so that was it and then maybe there was like two other kids in another class mm-hmm. and that was it so uh i the memory i was talking about was i remember it was like me and my mom was like outside to pick me up and you know i'm trying to make friends or whatever and a girl comes up to my mom and is like oh are you like is this being adopted are, are you following the joke is my mother is a teen mom so like oh. i'm not adopted bro <laughs> first of all <laughs> like who's letting children adopt children i don't know but <laughs> And my mom just like 
the way how my mom cussed a little girl, but like in a way where it's like, oh, you can't go back and be like, the lady yelled at me. But I was like, oh, you should stay out of people's business. That's yeah. not very nice. Like said something like that. And mom just turned to me and was like, that girl's not your friend. You're not allowed to be friends with her. I want to tell you that was probably the nicest girl in the whole school. I was oh. like, damn. <laughs> oh it's up God. from here. And was I she just, black? No. She was white. Oh. She was white. And I'll tell you who it is after. You're going to be like, what? Like, re- real nice yeah. lady, but... Mm-mm, mm-mm. That girl was rude from jump, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but her little friend. Okay. So Damn. that's when I was like, oh, like white people notice that I don't look like my mom because I thought that was just a me thing. Like I, because oh, me and my yeah. sister were mm-hmm. both were both the same skin tone, yeah. so that never like stuck out to me. To me, I was like, my mom is the odd one out out of mm. like my dad, me, my sister. Yeah, okay. She's the odd one out. Yeah. But then I realized like, oh, I'm the odd one yeah. out. <laughs> in like, the real world. Yeah. In the real world. And it was that moment. Yeah. So you see how um, you said that your dad and your mom told you like you're black or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel like your parents gave you the space to come into your own identity? Mm, no <laughs> no no i don't think my they expected anything of me other than to be like i guess com- comfortable with being like with knowing that i was like black mm-hmm. um but no there was never any like oh you're irish too like you're halfway mm-hmm. like that i never heard it was just like oh like you know you're you're black your dad is black you have a white side, you have a black side, but that's pretty much it. Like, I feel like obviously they let me be who I wanted to be, but I don't know. That's... Okay, so what about like when you become a teenager and like even past that, like, do you, did you come to identify identify with your blacklist more on your own? Was yeah, yeah. That's what your parents told I have you? To do that. Yeah, you have to do that work yourself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how do you think that, like, how did you actively... Um, First of all, what's the biggest thing you had to unlearn, would you say? And second of all, how did you do that? The biggest thing I had to unlearn was this whole, like, I call it the biracial struggle. (laughs) And you only have a certain age where I feel like it's socially acceptable to have this biracial struggle of where you really don't know who you are and you really don't know if you're white or you're black. And it's influenced on if you go to, like, you know, predominantly white schools or mm-hmm. it's based on who you surround yourself so how you socialize yourself like who who are your friends um who are you trying to be friends with mm-hmm. who do you look up to who like who are you going to for style advice or youtube videos like things like that and I feel like especially growing up like in the suburbs, we can all identify with that like phase where you're just like you look back mm-hmm. at it and you're like yo what was I doing that was mm-hmm. not for me mm-hmm. I feel like I had that phase, but it took me a while to realize, like, it wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense. I think there was times where I was like, oh, I could make this work if, you know, if I, my hair was straight, like, this would work, like, mm-hmm. versus curly or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I call it the biracial struggle because some people never escape it, and they always struggle with, like, who am I? Like, h- how mm-hmm. do I identify? How do people see me? Mm-hmm. How do I see myself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you think you overcame that? Like, how do you think I learned that? Mm, you just have to... Um, or do you think, like, it's just always something that you're unlearning? I think it's something you... you. I feel like I've successfully unlearned it, but I think it's something, depending on how, like, who you 
who your friends are. I have a good group of friends. I have like a solid group around me that will, you know, be like, oh, like that will teach you that what we tell each other stuff. Like we, mm -hmm. I've learned a lot from like my friendships. Definitely, that's where I learned a lot. So probably like high school. <laughs> but look back at high school that was probably that grade nine years probably like the last year that I struggled with like who am I mm -hmm. how do I identify and it was really trying to like keep up with your little white friends like trying to have mm -hmm. white friends I think that is the downfall because you will white people will never see you as white so mm -hmm. where black people will see you as you're black you're more likely to get yeah. depending on how you move if yeah. you're moving crazy then like they won't they're gonna be like okay no but mm -hmm. if you're if you accept your blackness and you move correctly then you can you will be accepted as black but yeah. with white people you will never they don't even accept certain white groups as white yeah. okay they treat <laughs> yeah, italians black. like they're the black people of the white people so mm -hmm. you will never ever fit in with them so once you realize that and you just let it go then yeah. then you can start to heal and you can start to like really figure out who you are i was gonna mm -hmm. ask you because like in high school basically in high school like there wasn't that many black girls in our grade but really? there was because we all hung out like yeah. every single literally other than like three black girls every single black girl in my we grade were all, were friends, all friends yeah. like we would all hang oh. out together we would all do like we we're all just friends right yeah so i was gonna say like did you ever like did you did you ever think of your did we ever um question your blackness or no. make you feel different no I feel like maybe by the time I met you, mm -hmm. you already were more settled into your identity than you think because I never thought of you as mixed. Even though I knew your mom was mm -hmm. white, like I was never like, oh, you're mixed. Like, even like now, like, <laughs> I'm just like, you're black. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's yeah. wrong, but like, like I see other, and to be honest, like when I see other- I how you carry yourself because I can see others and be like, oh. Like, I think all mixed people are black. I'm so sorry. No, me too. Like that's I, just how I feel. Like I just I feel like you're black. That you know? until they like say something makes me be like, oh. <laughs> like, you can tell who has more influence, right? Yeah. Like, like but, if it's like their their white side or their black side, right? Like that would I, be. Honestly, because I feel like I don't really usually interact with white people. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like whenever I come across a mixed person that identifies with that side more yeah like i just don't further engage because i was gonna say like i don't think i've ever had an experience with a mixed person that i'm like oh i personally have never had it and because of like just being like my other friend t-shirt that's mixed mixed too see i don't even think they're mixed but whatever <laughs> yeah like, i when i see a mixed person i'm like you're black yeah. If you're moving colorist or something like that, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, like, this yeah, is another yeah. way yeah, yeah. girl. But like, <laughs> sorry, but like, at first glance, I'm like, oh, yeah. you're black. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, like, in high school, I had a, there was a girl, and she was mixed race, and I would always tell her like, oh, like, you're black, and she would get so mad at me. She'd be like, no, I'm not black. <laughs> and I'm like, so then, I'm like, what are you then? Right? Because like, to me, like, I'm like, you're black. Like, I just thought all mixed people were, were black, which can be problematic, I guess. But like, I would tell her all the time, like, you're black. And she would get so mad at me. Like, she would like, you could see on her face that she's getting angry. Mm. And I'm like, what? But like now, though, she's claiming it so hard. So I'm like, so confused. And you just have to let, that's the struggle. That's the, what I'm that's the struggle. Like, that's it. That's it right there. It's yeah. like. Because honestly, just there, you have to, 
there's let's we have to be real here. Like mm-hmm. there is there's privilege in being biracial. There's privilege yeah. in getting the opportunity to say like, oh, I'm I'm half white. Yeah. So to some, when you're forcing, I use quotation marks, forcing their blackness on them, mm-hmm. depending on how they were raised, because. I'm thinking of one example, she wasn't my friend, but it was a conversation I had with someone from our high school that was biracial, mm-hmm. and I could tell from like some conversations we had where if she would see my hair like, I went from trying to wear my hair straight a lot and doing like the straight bangs and the curly yeah. bun to just wearing my hair curly probably in like mm-hmm. the 11th grade, and she was I like, don't straight bangs. you don't remember straight bangs? No. <laughs> they were straight, that's a joke, <laughs> I remember the blow dryer, but that's another, <laughs> that's another, t- that's what I was talking about thinking I can get with something and I really can't, but I didn't have a straightener, I had a bone dryer and it wasn't working. But, um, so she'd be like, oh, like your hair looks so good curly, like I love it. And then just like through conversation, she just told me like she doesn't like her curly hair, like she doesn't know how to, what to do with it. Her family never knew what to do with it. And it just seemed like anytime she would get into arguments with like her family, like they mm-hmm. would throw in her face that like she's half black. So, I think for those individuals, if Mm -hmm. someone else is pushing like blackness on them, then that could maybe Mm. is triggering for them or like they just have issues that they need to work out that they're Mm. not there yet. Yeah. So I would probably maybe explain like why at the time she was like, no, no. And we all went to high school in in a time where it was scary. Okay. So Mm -hmm. we went to high school in a time where people were ruthless there nobody uh, was politically correct nobody was yeah. woke so i mean if there was everybody was time, just saying anything back then it was very much yeah. team light skin versus team dark skin back then like we didn't forget yeah, so i is. can understand why if in 2012 she was claiming to be like biracial fully and now is more comfortable in her blackness when you were saying that story i'm yeah. like some people like some people's moms call them niggers and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, like, obviously <laughs> yeah. they're going to be cheesed if you're calling them black. Do you know what I mean? I know. That's true. I just seen a TikTok the other day where um, the girl was in a coffee shop without a mask on oh, in the States. Yeah. And she has a little mixed baby in the store. She had three. She had three mixed pitney and... It was a white lady? It was a white yeah. lady. And then the, the, the people are... Some little 17-year-olds asking her, like, ma'am, we need to have a mask on in the store. Yeah. And she was like straight up calling him the n-word to his face and everything and then when you go on her facebook like her man is at trump rallies and stuff so no yeah and her kids she's calling the guy a nigger a nigger and then the the three little kids are just looking at her like yeah (laughs) like imagine your mom's calling people a nigger and like you're a nigger growing up i actually never heard that word until like elementary school yeah like and I came home and was like, oh, mom, what's this word? And she had to tell me. That was probably like the fifth grade. Like in music, I don't know if I just never took it in. Yeah. But like the music she listened to, like never had that word in it. Mm-hmm. My mom's very cultured. Like she listens to her R&B and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when say with my dad, like that, I never heard that word mm-hmm. until like the fifth grade. And I was like, wait, what's this word? Do you feel, we can cut this out, but do you feel like you can say that in I feel like I can, but I would understand if maybe it made somebody else uncomfortable well, I say it so. <laughs> you said you like, understand it. I could understand if somebody maybe like if it was a conversation. Obviously, not from white person. No white person could ever tell me yeah. what I can and cannot say. Yeah. But if it's like maybe like an elder and they're like, oh, like I don't think he should be using this word. Then I might listen to what they have to say. But what I have it like. But like, what I, would they have to say? Like, I don't what know. Is I'm just reason? you know. I, I feel like I'm just a very reasonable person. So if somebody obviously it's not a word that I would be using. I don't okay. I don't like to use a n word around obviously white people. 
and yeah. I try not to play like if I'm at work and I'm playing my own music and stuff and it's like off the mm. clock like I try to make sure it's not music mm-hmm. that has the n-word and stuff like obviously I feel like I shouldn't have to filter myself like that's what I you listen to give anybody a but I'm not giving nobody no ideas mm-hmm. just because that's another thing as someone who's biracial like I said white people don't see you as white but they don't really see you as black they kind of mm. see you as like their padre like you can they might you know they might try to ting with you like they like to say oh you know how people are and like you know yeah. what they're talking about yeah. so that if they're gonna test the waters with racism they usually test it on the mixed person first yeah. to see how they're gonna enter like how they're gonna react to yeah. it so i don't want me because maybe they see me as being biracial mm-hmm. i don't want them to get any type of ideas or any nothing like that so with mm-hmm. me like I, at work like obviously not i'm not saying that word i'm not saying that word around yeah. white people and i make sure that like the music i'm listening to or any content that i'm indulging around them isn't doesn't have the n-word in it because you're not going to be getting any ideas from me and mm-hmm. say that oh justine was playing this music so now I'm, i can yeah don't have my name in it <laughs> not at all mm-hmm. no ma'am so yeah bro sometimes these people that are struggling with their identity, mm-hmm. like they don't have good people at home raising them. So the only thing that I find like like I know what you're saying about like um pe- like us having to give people grace about like oh like when they're in high school maybe they're having their identity struggle or a mm-hmm. crisis or whatever, right? I don't mean now though. You can't no no no. Be- but like okay. I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it's hard for me to. Because I know a girl like that who, like, in high school, like, she wasn't really about her blackness. And then now it's, like, she's using her blackness to, like, get followers and stuff mm. like that. So, like, to me, like, it's confusing that you were so hard going this way. And now mm. you're going so hard this way. Like, I guess it's not my place. And maybe I have to unlearn that. But to me, like, it's hard for me to... And I'm like, I'm like not the gatekeeper of blackness, but at mm-hmm. the same time, for me, who never had a choice whether I want to identify, blackness has to be gatekeep because yeah, <laughs> some people wake up one day and decide like, oh, I can actually use this to my benefit. And you know what mm-hmm. it is too, like what is upsetting for me is like even like let's say like in the media representation, right? Mm-hmm. Like you see how like if they're picking a black person, like a lot of the times they'll just pick like a mixed person, yeah, which is fine. But if it's always a mixed person, then we have a problem, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like there's very black people here why do you guys keep picking these people right so it's like now like specifically the person i have in mind like you are using your platform like oh your natural hair and all kind of stuff but it's like you had i don't know how to explain it it's like you not that you got to choose but like you were going so hard you this do get way to choose. that's where the privilege comes in and that's where you have to acknowledge that you have a privilege because you do get to choose mm-hmm. where both of you do not get to choose if you want to mm. play into your whiteness one day or be in your black people bag the next day. Mm-hmm. So, that, look, I mean, you have every right to have a problem with that because you have to, that person, person has to do their own learning, but then obviously you don't have to come to the world and be like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> but like, I think you could maybe use that platform in some way to be like, you know what? I used to hate myself and I used to say mm. crazy things yeah. and that's not who I am. And it took some learning and it took therapy to me, for me to get to where I am. And I think mm-hmm. that's fine. But when you uh, go back and like they were black since day one and they were not, Yeah, they were, they were being colorist and they were hurting others and if you're benefiting from 
colorism or you're mm -hmm. bullying others, especially if you're our age where you were on the internet during those dark times and you were playing a role in that and you have caused trauma to people around you and then yeah. you're gonna wake up and be like, oh, I'm black, I can do, mm -hmm. I can do this, I can say this, oh, I'm not, I, I, I'm not white passing, but whatever you have to say, but mm -hmm. you are directly related to why other people, other actual black women have trauma, then mm -hmm. like you need to, you need to say something, you need to work on that. Like you, that doesn't go unnoticed by me. That's, yeah, that's problem. I was gonna say two things. I feel like what we're saying, we're speaking from a Canadian context, cause I feel like in terms, from what I've seen, oh, yeah, I feel like yeah. in Canada, <laughs> we are not more accepting of mixed people, but I feel like we're more likely to see mixed people as black mm -hmm. versus either mixed or white. Because like UK people don't, like I remember I was talking to this guy and he was like, oh, I said something about white people. He's like, don't you have white friends? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then he's like, what about those two like light-skinned girls that you always post? And I'm like, they're not white, they're black. And then yeah. he's like, he's like are they like is are both of their parents black and i'm like no and then he's like so they're not black and i'm like yeah they are and then he's like he's like he's like no he's like they're mixed race and i'm like no like i see them as black women yeah. like they're black and he's like no they're mixed race and i was like okay i was like okay like, <laughs> and then like americans i feel like i feel like they i feel like they have the one drop one drop rule but i also feel like in America, I feel like you you have more opportunity as a mixed person to be waste because of how white people are like blatantly, blatantly mm -hmm, racist mm -hmm. there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. if like obviously white supremacy, racism, like we experience that here too. But I feel like theirs is just like it's like in the air, like you know what I mean. Yeah. So like if you're hearing this left and right, and your family's probably saying it too, like you probably wouldn't identify with being black, and then. I feel like you would have to, as a mixed person in that context, I feel like you would have to prove your yeah, blackness yeah. more than mm. here. I think you still probably have to prove it here, but I think yeah. they're more so. And then mm. I think UK people, like, you're just mixed race and they rate mixed race people, but you're mixed race, period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then another thing I was going to say, I was going to ask you, like, you know how you said that when you're a kid, like, your dad was like, you're black, your mom's like, you're black. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, I look like my dad more than I look like my yeah. mom. Like, did you, when did you clue in that, like, not colorism as a thing, because I think as a kid, like, you don't really, even realize, as a dark skin person, yeah. you're like, what is this? But you don't know it's colorism. Mm -hmm. But, like, when did you first realize that, like, black people are, like, different shades? And, like, did you realize that they get treated differently? Or, like, did you ever realize that as a kid? Um, I feel like with being, like, being Jamaican, mm -hmm. like, colorism mm -hmm. has, like, it. it's a big role in like their like in cult in their culture so i you always have that auntie you know mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. that you know you're just like oh auntie looks a little different <laughs> <laughs> or like i would have like you know never anyone in my immediate family but extended family be like oh like you're pretty pretty your skin's mm -hmm. fair like things like that so mm -hmm. i was like oh okay but i just i didn't really take it i just thought it was me did you feel gassed be honest I, yeah. as a kid yeah. as a kid yeah i just well i know i'm pretty what can i yeah. say so but i just i don't think i realized like oh like i'm because i'm just pretty but i didn't realize that to many that's i am pretty why. Be, that's why i'm pretty yeah because I'm mixed or because I have light skin mm -hmm. or or the, my hair texture mm -hmm. I just you know I was just like you know I'm sweet what can I see yeah you know mm -hmm. what I mean um but I 
and my mom would always like praise like my features like oh you're because her eyes aren't brown she's like oh your mm. eyes your brown eyes are so beautiful mm. like things like that so and then same with my dad so i thought i was pretty because i was black i was like that's why i'm pretty oh okay if that makes, yeah, sense. That makes sense but it wasn't until i definitely got like older and was hearing certain things i would mm. hear like oh like oh oh they're, they're black da, 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 like things like that mm. that i realized oh like there's a problem, a problem with being darker we went to a high school during a time when it was like light skin this versus dark skin that and i didn't feel gas but i was like oh I don't have to worry so and that's a privilege where it's like okay well I'm not gonna be both well I mean depends on who you ask because some light skin people are on Twitter like oh you guys used to say I was soft I was this and that but like fam come on that's not <laughs> they were out here brutalizing people and then they told you that oh you're a simp you're soft like mm -hmm. it's not the same it's yeah. <laughs> far from the same so okay let me ask you a question yeah ask me so in high school like when like people used to say stuff about me like did you ever take it in because like like did you ever really take in what was happening because no i don't think anybody like really took it in no i didn't take it in honestly i think i really realized like colorism is a problem like with even like us at our age it was honestly a conversation you and I were having like I remember I was walking home from somewhere I remember I was walking I was on the phone with you and I was like no and I think you were telling me about privilege and stuff and I was like I was like no I don't have that like what are you talking about <laughs> and I was like what and it, it, honestly it's crazy because when I was talking to light-skinned people about privilege is like talking to white people about racism like they just you don't get it you have mm -hmm. to come back and like reflect Step so out, yeah. i think mm -hmm. it was like a moment like an aha moment for all of us we're like yo you know that was colorism eh mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. i don't yeah. think we realized what it was in the moment like guys were just mean so you thought they were just but like did you ever like ask yourself like why they always calling t ugly like why is it always her no i i honestly you just thought they were being annoying. i thought they were hate like just haters mm -hmm. and i i was always raised too which is i won't be raising my kids like this where like if boys are mean to you if boys are bullying like you, you they like you yeah, so, like so to still. me I'm like oh my friend's a bad bitch like Teresa's yeah. beautiful mm -hmm. and the more guys that are teasing you or mm -hmm. I say teasing in quotation marks but now looking back at it I'm like what the fuck yeah, bullying. Yeah. that's bullying <laughs> I'm like oh like that male attention like I was just unfortunately raised to believe that like that means that they like you mm -hmm. like but since, did you ever realize like okay because think of like high school right like think of all the guys that like we used to like chill with or whatever like like you see how like, I don't, they were sorry, all... I don't want to cut you off but that the reason why I also didn't think it had anything to do with colorism because it was usually dark skinned guys mm -hmm. so I uh, never correlated that like why would they be calling someone Teresa ugly, ugly like when they're like the me. same yeah. skin tone yeah. that's mm -hmm. why it was honestly like went right over my head because I was yeah. like that wouldn't even make sense yeah okay but what I was gonna say is like like you see how the guys that we used to chill with right mm -hmm. you see how like every so often not every so often but like you see how they would like we were all friends, but, like, they would, like, holla at you guys, like, mm -hmm. like or be, like, oh, like, so-and-so, like, said they want to talk to Justine, or they want to talk to so-and-so, mm -hmm. like, whatever, like, did you ever realize that, like, it was never, ever me? <laughs> I, no. <laughs> I never took it in. And I look back at that, and I'm like, wow, like, I, you just wish you were wiser when you're a kid, right? When you're a kid, you're just stupid, but yeah. looking back at it now, I'm like, oh, Avi, but mm -hmm. honestly, sometimes, like, no, I didn't take it in. I didn't take it in. Yeah, because honestly, I, I, like, when I think of like when i think of my experiences in high school elementary school like there's people who were like the ringleaders 
and then there's people who didn't say anything mm-hmm. but then when i think of like like oh like i'm i was bullied or whatever i think of everybody i don't think mm-hmm. of like oh this one person did yeah. it i'm like everybody did it mm-hmm. and then I, I was like i was like thinking i'm like oh like that's the thing like i was thinking like did like did anybody ever like stand up for me right but then i'm like i feel like they I did like so we in did, a way but we didn't i don't think we stood up in a way of like oh you're being colorist yeah because right no who like because nobody knows. has a language yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. but like yeah so i was thinking like did anybody stand up for me but at the same time i don't think that any of those boys did it in a way that i would need standing up if that makes sense yeah like i think it was just like it was just there i knew it something was bla- wrong yeah and like it was blatant but it was never for someone to say exactly what the fuck they're trying to say no yeah. they would say what the fuck they're trying to say they wait would. i have a question so like when these boys were saying things like were they saying things to everyone or was it just specifically you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, was it like other dark skin girls? No, no, just like making fun of everyone. You know, like, were they making fun of you? Like, saying other things besides like... I, I don't know, because I wasn't paying attention I to that. Like, I don't think so. No, but like, they were assholes. So I feel like yeah. I would equate, like, my teasing is the same as like what everyone else is getting. Mm-hmm. But now looking back at it, obviously not. I think they yeah. grew... I think they thought all of us were waste. Mm-hmm. And we thought oh, okay. they were waste back, so... Yeah. But I think, like, for me, like, what I experienced was, like, I'll be, like, walking down the hallway mm-hmm. and, like, the, like, the, like, I remember one specific um, incident. Mm-hmm. Like, me and this guy were... Like, he was in my grade, but he was friends with all the... Like, you know how Mandem are always, like, yeah. friends, right? Mm-hmm. So he was... I think he had an older brother, too. Mm-hmm. So he was chilling with, like, all the Mandem. And like they were just like it was lunchtime, so people are in the cafe and they just like post up in the yeah. hallway, right? Yeah. And like me and him were friends because we had like a class together, so like we would talk, like we're cool, mm-hmm. right? And then like I forgot something in my locker, mm-hmm. so I had to walk past them. Mm-hmm. And like me and the star friends, right? Yeah. But like he's with Amanda now, and then like I hear them like snickering and like mm-hmm. saying shit. And they're like, oh, like, that's you, fam. Like, to the guy that I said was my friend, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's you, that's you. Like, mm-hmm. and he's like, nah, nah, right? And, like, mm-hmm. he didn't say hi to me. But, like, mm-hmm. it's because, like, it wasn't even, like, but, like, he knows, like, we were never, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like that. Like, we yeah. were just friends, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, it was, like, he, because, like, you see how, this is a really bad example. It's the only no, way I know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. But like, you see how, like, black men, like, because their masculinity is so fragile, like they just don't want anything that could be considered gay in any slight form. Mm-hmm. Like they don't want nothing yeah, to do yeah, with yeah. it. It was like because like they're also colors and they think dark singles are so ugly. Mm-hmm. Like anything that anybody would possibly say, like oh you like tea or oh like you, you think she's attractive or mm-hmm. you nothing. Like he didn't want nothing. Like it was like guys didn't want nothing uh, like yeah. that with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, and I remember walking past like. And it's just like every time I would walk past a group of guys, I'm like, here we go again. Like you feel anxious. Yeah. yeah. Like me and my cousin, like my other Darcy cousin, we we're, we're like, we'd always say like, oh, we're scared of black guys. We're scared of black guys. And then like mm-hmm. one day, like when we were like 20, 22, we're like, yo, that was anxiety. We're mm-hmm. anxious yeah. because <laughs> yeah. every time we walk past black guys, they have something to say. They say yeah. No, that's, yeah. that's not good. But I think, I think they definitely, I think that obviously as a teenager, I think maybe teenagers now might have the vocabulary and the knowledge. I don't but know no i don't think so really? i mean maybe but i still feel like that problem exists in high school i'm yeah. sure that problem still exists yeah. but maybe like in a different way you know i feel like they've gotten better at it mm-hmm. because they are growing up in a, growing up in a like a, a woke time a 
mm-hmm. black um, black is beautiful, black is love, like time. Sometimes that's but I feel like that's that. all just performative, yes. But I feel like unless they're performing. <laughs> no, but I feel like that leaves like room for it to be so like subliminable. You know what I mean? But, like, okay, what I'm saying is like, like it's happening, but like, you don't know what's happening. Yeah, it's like which why is am I sometimes people like, more opportunity yeah. to gaslight yeah. like, you. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I don't know, I have hope in that generation just because, like, even who they get to look up to, like, yeah. and are they, like, who are the it girls? Like, Amber Rose and them? Like, she was ooh, now Amber Rose is biracial <laughs> herself, too, and it's like, she I was another that one who was, was saying she wasn't black. She, she just <laughs> was, turned... I, was she black? She, she's Cape Verdean. <laughs> no, she's Cape Verdean, and Cape Verdean people are black, but they don't want to be black. I never... Mm. I don't know. I never... I thought like, a lot white. of Cape Verdean people don't... Don't want they don't think they're I don't black. Know. I think she got caught being colorist or old colorist tweets and then mm-hmm. she was like, Well, I'm, I'm not colorist because I'm black or that is not where does that equate? Mm. <laughs> like, um I have a question about like parenting mm-hmm. a child that's biracial. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's like a different I know you can't really speak on it, but like do you think there's a difference between having like a white mom versus like a black mom? I well my mom's white, so I like to say that there isn't. <laughs> Cause I like usually the white mom slander is that like yeah. your hair's mash up yeah. and like that no. kind of This is the thing. Like when I see I remember the first time I seen like a tweet like that, like, oh, <laughs> you can always just tell when a mixed person's mom is white or black. Yeah. It's like I got cheesed. Because like, too. because like all the, my two, two of my best friends are mixed and their moms are white. And I, like I said, I think of them as black women and I think their moms did a good job of like, not like letting, making their kids feel like shit about them being black or whatever. Uh-huh. So they present that way. And I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, mm-hmm. but then obviously I guess I get it. Cause mm-hmm. not all people, all people's moms are like that. Yeah. But, like, I can't lie. Like, when I see those things, like, I do get offended. But then I'm like, okay, I have to remove myself, like, and my yeah. experience of my friends from the equation. And maybe that's people's experiences. But yeah, my initial reaction too. is like, okay. My, <laughs> my initial reaction was, you need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so hey. bad. <laughs> but then I realized, like, yeah, like, I was blessed to, like, have someone raise me who had, like, a good head on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. And, like really does not have a she's not perfect but does not have a racist bone in her body mm-hmm. but not everyone can speak to that and my mom mm-hmm. actively made sure that if there was any family members that had any type of problems like mm-hmm. i didn't interact with them yeah. i only found out now in my adult life like oh so and so so really like, yeah but my i was never around that never around that and yeah. so i have to like you know thank my mom for that because who knows how that i would have internalized that and like yeah. who i'd be today right so mm-hmm. no because a lot of these women that are out here moving sick have mm-hmm. a fetish and have little mixed babies mm-hmm. and that was just their goal from the start so i can't imagine mm-hmm. being raised by, by like, somebody those like women mm-hmm. and there's only so many there's i can only think of like so many positives of being raised by a black woman mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so of course those mixed people are gonna they're just gonna you know they're gonna move with a little bit of and I feel well, like your something, mom, something. your mom, not everybody, but I feel like generally in life, even if you have both parents in the home, I feel like, especially as a woman, like your mom is going to be your primary caretaker. Yeah. Whether you're, yeah. And whether emotionally, you're I feel like you're going to connect with your mom more. Especially That's just as, life. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I can see why, uh, people on Twitter say that, that like you can tell who has the white mom mm-hmm. because I have met mixed people where I'm like, <laughs> 
Yeah. That's what they're white? talking about. That's, uh, not even your mom's white. It could just be like, oh, like you're not light skinned, you're biracial. And then, mm. which, okay, what do you, okay, when you, when, for both of you guys, yeah. do you guys see a difference between like light skinned people and biracial people? Or like, it's just, when you, when you hear light skin, do you think mixed? Hear, or do no, you no. think, no, I hear, I, when I hear light skin, I think like two black parents. Yeah, and you just came out light skin. Yeah. I feel like back in the day, like especially like 2012 when there was all those like hottest girls of 2012, like things on Facebook and all that oh, type of yeah, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I like, forgot about that. Like, do you remember going through this? Like, oh, they're all light skin. Like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> no, I, used to, I don't think I took it I used it to in. count the dark skin girls on my hand to be really? like, yeah, to be like, oh. See, I don't think I took, ever took it in. I don't think but, I ever took it um, in either. So that's fucked. What was crazy. I gonna say? What was I saying? Facebook group? Yeah, the Facebook group. Uh, like, the difference between light skin and oh, biracial. Oh, okay. So, for, I feel like back in the day when they said light skin, they, like, it was always biracial people. I feel like it was inclusive of both. Or yeah. I don't know if yeah. it was be- to, like, you know, to bypass, like, the bullying and stuff that maybe light skin people were, like, or biracial people were trying to, like, combine into that one yeah. group. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was on, on that group or if it was, like, the label being put on them by others. But when I hear light skin, I think like you have two black parents yeah. and your light skin or like one parent. But is don't lighter. you remember all that light skin is the I white do. skin stuff? Like I, do, I don't I think do. they said light skin I is the white was... skin and biracial people too. Like I feel I like f- it was all everybody. I, well, I feel all like everybody, it was like non-black people though. Cause like all the like, black no, people was I was around, people. all the black people I was around, they knew like the difference between light skin and being No, biracial. I don't think they didn't know the difference. I think like, but even when I they think, would classify like, oh, she's mixed or she's light skinned, like it would never be like. But what I'm saying I feel is, like, like mixed I mean? people were saying they're light skinned because there was, especially in the 20, early 2010s, everyone had like old light skinned Barbie in their bios and stuff, and they like you see how people, yeah, like you see how people have in their bios like, oh, light skinned this, light skinned that. Like I don't think mm-hmm. they said like, did they ever say mixed, mixed this, mixed, mixed that? Yeah, no. No, like well, I think true. that when Irish people say mixed, I giving me Confederate energy. Like I don't know. Yeah. That's no, I think <laughs> that, but I get I, very much conservative. I think that strange. in our, I think in Toronto, I think I feel like like in our context, mm-hmm. I feel like if you like back in the day, like if you say like oh she's light skinned like mm-hmm. I personally feel like my experience like what I would hear like they meant like biracial people. I don't think they would say like. Like, honestly, I feel like as long as your skin was light, it's, it's lit. Yeah, I feel like it was more that's like, what, a, like a descriptor. Like, yeah, like, oh, it's it light, I'm light yeah. skin. Like, you know what I mean? It mm-hmm. wasn't like, okay, like... An identity? A difference, but yeah, an identity. It okay. was like, okay, my skin is light, so I have light skin. As, like, a kid, or even now, like, how has you been... Because I feel like as black women, we all go through, like, uh, not liking our hair or like whatever right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so like how did you like what has your relationship been with your hair growing up till now if you know what i mean yeah my hair is directly related to like my sense of self i would say like if my hair looks good then i feel beautiful Mm -hmm. and i feel like i'm beautiful and then i also feel like during those struggle years like as if you're trying to fake it till you make it like the one thing you can't fake is like your hair is not it's not doing the do's that you want it to do right so Mm -hmm. i think when i was struggling with my identity my hair was very obviously not fitting into like whatever narrative i was trying to build for myself at the time Mm -hmm. um but my mom always like did a really good job of my hair like my mom can do hair 
and that's another blessing mm -hmm. and she always like you know would oil up my scalp like take care of my hair it wasn't until probably like the eighth grade mm -hmm. that she kind of left me to fend for myself <laughs> and that's when I would like just not feel beautiful mm -hmm. I did not know how to do my own hair mm -hmm. and I didn't really know what I was doing and then honestly got to high school um, I made friends with someone who was mixed and she knew how to do up her curls and she mm -hmm. kind of gave me the ones and twos and I've been rocking it ever since well, what I was I, gonna that say. really was the transition to like fully accepting my blackness and like mm -hmm. yeah that was just the last that was the last piece like once I was confident in like how to do my hair how to style it and not mm -hmm. like doing too much then I was like able to like fully just like be myself but what I was gonna ask you is like I feel like I mean you can cut this out if you don't feel comfortable but I feel like especially back in the day mm -hmm. well even now but as kids like everyone would say like oh like light-skinned girls like they're pretty because they have curly hair like mm. but like you know what type of curly hair because you don't yeah, have yeah. like oh no like 3a hair no, like my yeah mm -mm. you know what i mean so like <laughs> yeah. what i was gonna say is like i mean i remember like in high school like like because we had like other mixed friends and their hair is more not typically but more what people would think of when they think oh like a biracial person's yeah. hair right and i remember like we would say like like sometimes like you wouldn't like your hair no, and we would yeah. say like no your hair is nice it's just more similar to our hair it's mm -hmm. more similar to black hair and then like i feel like you would get offended i honestly i probably did because my hair was that but like i feel I like said. you took it as a diss but i don't think that even has anything to do with necessarily your privilege i think that like if somebody told me like oh your hair looks like it's like you're african mm -hmm. like even to this day like i get that like like a hairdresser do my hair like oh mm -hmm. you're african right and yeah. i'll be like what are you trying to say so i feel like and i feel like african is like what people think is like like blackness blackness mm -hmm. do you know what i mean mm -hmm. so like when they say stuff like that they're basically saying your hair is the nappiest of the nappiest so like if i'm telling you like oh your hair is closer to our hair yeah like you're gonna take it as a diss because yeah. they think black people hair is not nice so in terms of that like mm -hmm. did you when did you realize that my hair is a bit different than other mixed girls you know what i mean um honestly from when i was young uh mm -hmm. again no one in my immediate family what did harry say when he was sitting with oprah he was like i don't know <laughs> he was like oh nobody in the gang but somebody oh, else oh, oh, that. Oh, oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> told me like oh you didn't get good hair like uh, oh yeah what yeah people in your family not in like they're in my family but not my immediate family not, like okay. nobody that i mm -hmm. connect with now yeah. on my black side of the family was like oh mm -hmm. like oh you didn't get good hair like you did it like you got mm -hmm. black hair you got yeah. your dad's hair like things like that mm -hmm. and then obviously i don't have hair like my mom so i was like oh mm -hmm. like yeah okay they're right like mm -hmm. i did get black hair and like I said, I really struggled with like what to do with it. And then if you have like other mixed friends or you're you watching YouTube videos, I'm just like, my hair it doesn't look do like yours. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I don't do like that. So yeah. this is not working. So mm -hmm. honestly, my hair really like, if I'm ever having a identity crisis, like it's directly mm -hmm. probably linked to like what my hair is doing. So especially mm -hmm. back then, like it was really, really, really related to like how I saw myself and like if I thought I was pretty or not. So having like difficult hair or like going to like have someone do my hair and they're like oh like even strange like yeah if i went to like a salon like i remember the guy who did my hair for prom was like oh like and i'm a big woman at that time i'm like 17 years old and he's like mm -hmm. oh yeah you have you have 
you have nappy hair. I'm surprised. Wow. What kind of style like he was surprised. Like the you know the little you know the little hood hood hairdresser. Like why are you saying this to me, sir? And like he, I was like, oh, like. Well, what's your what's your story? And I'm like, what, what do you mean? mean? What's my story? He asked me what my story was. He's like, Wait, oh, what is what does he mean? He meant like the middle of my hair was like way more coarser. Obviously, I, like I do the same hairstyle every day, so like yeah. the middle is gonna be probably like maybe drier than the rest yeah. of my hair that's getting product every single day. Because mm-hmm. as you guys know, like a wash and go was not a wash and go. Like it's a whole yeah. process. Mm-hmm. So. He was just like, oh, what's the story? And he really thought I was going to tell him some story about how, like, you know, I cut my hair off in, my, in this day or night or something. And I was like, oh, nothing. Like, this is just how my hair is. And he was like, oh, have you ever relaxed it? And a man said, what's your story? Yeah. And then in the night, remember, I did relax my hair. Like, if that's how. You did? Yes. That's what? how insecure I was about it. That's how, like, that's how fucked up it had me over. I was losing sleep, bro. That's the worst thing. I will, I'll show you a picture of like the worst my hair's ever been. When I tell you, I thought I was so sweet. Like I, in that moment, I was like, okay, now I'm happy. Like now. So you wanted it to be straight. I, no, I didn't want it to be straight. I wanted it to be. Like other I wanted it to be like mixed girl hair. I wanted oh. to be like the girl in the mixy chicks box. Like yeah. I did not have <laughs> like that. Remember when? I remember when you went to go buy the mixed chicks and and you're like, what is this? Like yeah. this is not for me. This is not for me. So. Yeah, that was again like unlearning and hearing. Like honestly, my mom was just like, "Oh, like you have thick." My mom would say, "Oh, you have thick hair like me," because she has very long, thick hair. Mm -hmm. So she's like, "Oh, you have thick hair like me," but it was like definitely like I'm trying to, I'm trying to be like y'all, but I still wanted the perks of like being mixed. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I look back at it, I'm like, that's so stupid. But because I think, and you know what's crazy, if you were full black. People would say you have nice hair. Yeah. yeah, it makes no sense. It was. I think it was the shock. Like, I think that's what hurt my feelings. People like, oh, like if I had your hair, people would be like, oh, Teresa's hair is so nice. Yeah, da, 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 that's da, da. true. Because usually, when I interact with black people, like they don't assume right away that I'm mixed, or or, mm-hmm. or if they do, like they it's not a it. problem to them, mm-hmm. so they yeah. don't ask me about it. Mm-hmm. I find that if black men that are trying to talk to me will, mm-hmm. they'll be like, oh, like what do you mix with? Mm. But other than that, like, okay, that that's that, a whole we can we can talk about that. Yeah, that's so, a whole another. Wait, before we go into that, I just want to say like, that's why like I want to because what do you guys think? Because this is the thing, and like me and Justina have had this conversation before. I feel like there is a conversation to be had that light skinned people, specifically biracial people, do go through an identity crisis, and some black people do question their blackness Mm -hmm. because of that but my problem is i feel like every time other than like my friends but in society at large i feel like whenever that conversation comes up it's in conversation with colorism and it's like it's not the space like especially like like on clubhouse and stuff like that like if there's a room talking about colorism like i don't want to see a light-skinned girl on stage talk saying that to talk about people and being mean to her yeah. and talking about how uh people question her blackness like it's not the time yeah. those are, but at the same those are time two separate conversations but i think when you think you're being we every all of us have victim mentalities to mm-hmm. some point mm-hmm. so nobody wants to especially if you identify as black you don't want to ever think that you're a part of the problem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I could see why when fingers are pointed at you, like, oh, this is the role you play. Like, people are like, oh, 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 and yeah. try to flip it. But mm-hmm. you, it's not the same conversation. But, but, so I say all that to say, like, you see how we're talking about your hair. Like, mm-hmm. like when I asked the question, that's what I meant. Because I think your hair is nice, but I've seen people say stuff and I know what people, how people are, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, 
in that situation like that is that that is linked to colorism because as we all agreed like if me or deja had your hair mm-hmm. people would think it's nice mm-hmm. right so like that being said like what do you guys think like like what would be if we had to put a name to it or if we had to have a conversation surrounding like the nuances of like why people made her made this team feel like shit about her hair Hmm. and the reason why they made her feel like shit about her hair is because she's mixed yeah and she has that hair like what would that conversation be because it is a direct product of Mm -hmm. colorism right you know what i mean but like what what would that conversation be like like and if like we're talking about colorism and a light skin person said that like if if me if I came to you to talk about colorism and you made that point, I would be more willing to listen because you're my friend and I know you're not colorist. Yeah. But like if I was talking to somebody else, I'd be like, shut the fuck up, right? So mm-hmm. like, what like, how do we have that conversation as Black people? I just think it has to be in separate spaces because we're not in a point as a society yet where colorism is like where even people agree that there is such thing as colorism. Mm-hmm. So I feel like those side topics take away from the actual conversation mm-hmm. and unfortunately like, it just has to get saved for another time or for a different conversation in total or it can be like maybe biracial speak people speaking about their experience mm-hmm. but it can't be in relation to like a conversation on colorism and privilege and then you say like oh well people mm-hmm. were mean to me about my hair like that conversation can't happen at the same time because it's not constructive and it's there's a bigger problem at hand that affects all of us whereas being having my blackness maybe uh questioned questioned or criticized is like something that is would relate to like me mm-hmm. colorism affects all of us like whether mm-hmm. it's affecting you in a positive or a negative way i feel mm-hmm. like that has to be the key mm-hmm. topic and then everything else you just have to save it for when it's your turn but i feel like sorry no no go ahead i feel like um I feel like the biracial struggle or whatever you is that what you said? That's what I said. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I call it the biracial struggle. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that in society is something that's being talked about now. Because if you And if that's you good, at, I just don't think it should be talked about when we're talking about colorism or we're talking about privilege. Mm-hmm. But at the same time I feel like it's more easily like digestible than yeah. to talk about colorism. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like like mm, just say it. I feel like as like a biracial person or a mixed person because at the end of the day like it's the white people's world right and we're just mm-hmm. living in it right oh, like. <laughs> and i feel like for them speaking upon like that struggle of like being biracial it's easier for them to like yeah. accept that yeah rather than black saying, people like, can accept colorism right yeah so i feel like it's so like even if you look i don't mean to like bring this to, like netflix or whatever but even if you look at netflix a lot of the shows are related to biracial struggle yeah they right all now. are like, they're all talking about it's not yeah and i'm just like this is like a direct product of something else, but we're talking about this. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I'm this like, is what like, I was going to say. Like, like, cause you see, I said like, like you feeling like you have to have a certain type of hair is a byproduct of colorism. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, and this is why when we have conversations, like we have to like keep in mind the nuances of blackness, but like at the same time, like I, I feel like, how do I say it? Like, I feel like somebody who's still mixed, but has different hair, wouldn't be able to relate, right? But, like, I might be able to relate in a different way. Like, oh, I didn't like my hair either mm-hmm. because it's nappy. Or because people said, like, always ask me, like, oh, are you African when they see my hair? Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, it's, like, in that way, is is she experiencing colorism? Or, like, like is it... Because po- the new... I feel like 
sometimes as black people mm -hmm. like we think like okay like I think white people do this to us they think all black people have the same experiences yeah. yeah and then I think like as black people we think all dark-skinned people have the same experiences all light-skinned people have the same experiences right but like this is not the case like just because clearly just because you're you're mixed doesn't mean you're gonna come out with that hair that everybody thinks you're gonna have and just because you're dark skinned doesn't mean you're gonna come out with that hair like my mom's hair is very like uh thin and like like you can see like her curls whereas my hair is like so curly that it's not curly do you know what i mean so it's like there's so many nuances so i don't think she would have that experience where people would comb her hair and say oh you must be african right so it's like in that way like because like I think as black people we can all experience a little bit of that like just like black women you can experience sexism and yeah. racism black women can experience racism they can experience sexism right mm -hmm. as a as a dark woman I am experiencing racism and colorism the dean's not probably is not gonna experience colorism right but then how do we have the conversation of like black people like like do you know what I'm trying to say like she's experiencing something that's a byproduct of colorism that another biracial person wouldn't experience so in that way her and i's experiences might be more similar than a person who regularly yeah i don't think, yeah, I don't think you know what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah. i feel like we as black people it's like dark skin light skin brown skin mm -hmm. man woman this that but it's like there's so many nuances of blackness yeah. but i feel like i'm guilty of this too like if a, like i said if this wasn't my friend and a light skin person tried to bring this point up when we're i'm talking about colors and i would be like shut the fuck up like that biracial people have yeah like, like not that that biracial people have honestly 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 i'm gonna be honest like and i i don't know if i need to unlearn this like unless you're like just you know this you should like if if i'm <laughs> if you're telling me like oh like i didn't know if i was black or white i'm just gonna be like okay like yeah like I, uh, okay yeah <laughs> honestly if like this wasn't a comfortable space <laughs> i wouldn't say that i wouldn't admit to that but honest, yeah because like when people like, cause I have a friend who's, she identifies as being black, but I feel like a lot of people would think that she's something, maybe not biracial, but I think a lot of people think she's biracial, but like, you know what I mean? People would think that she's something else. But then she told me like, I think a few months ago, we were just having this conversation cause I was talking about starting a podcast or whatever about like our experiences as dark skinned women. And then she was like, well, like Deja, like a lot of the time in high school, like from you, you would tell me like, like I'm not black right and i'm like like what like i said that like me <laughs> right and then she's like she's like yeah like you wouldn't say it outright but i could tell by like your facial expressions when i would say certain things that like you would be uncomfortable with it or you mm. would like look at me in a certain way like oh like you experienced that too mm. you know what i mean and i was like oh like okay so like you have a different experience you know what i mean uh -huh. like and that was like when i clued in like okay like that makes sense maybe people who are viewed as biracial have a different experience than black people you know, what, you I know mean? what i think that i do that in the opposite way to my friends i think that sometimes like i will assume that we have this because i see you guys as black women mm -hmm. i will assume that we have the same experience mm -hmm. and then like i'll be like okay maybe i shouldn't do that and this is the thing like honestly sometimes i feel bad because i feel like i'll say something like oh remember when we were little and this this that like something that all black girls have been through mm. but like that maybe you haven't experienced in that way like that do you know what i mean yeah and then like i'll feel bad that i assumed and then like sometimes i will like uh what's not mansplain but like you know like when men explain something to you that you know oh yeah you know. Yeah, yeah like i feel like so i'm worried that you're gonna I think I do that sometimes and I feel bad after, but I'm like, how do I bring it up and apologize? I feel like sometimes, like, 
I either I do the polar opposite it's either I assume that you have the same experience mm -hmm. or because I caught myself assuming last time I tried to explain things to you in a way that I would explain to somebody who didn't have the same experience as me but then I also feel bad because I'm like am I like like I think like one time I think like I offended you because I was like I like forgot my hair stuff when we went to Letitia's cottage I forgot like my hair products at home mm -hmm. and I was asking everybody like do you guys have this do you guys have that and then you're like oh I have like you said you have this I'm like oh like I don't I don't do that I don't use that for my hair and then you're like I got it from BSW and I'm like oh, okay like, <laughs> like, so, like I, I, I could tell like you like you kind of felt like I was saying like oh that's white people that's mixed people stuff like that's white yeah. people stuff like but I just I just didn't use it for my hair mm -hmm. like Michaela was like I use like she told me like oh she uses that too mm -hmm. but I was like I don't use it like I didn't mean it that way yeah, yeah but like yeah. you're gonna be like what are you trying to say like yeah kind of right? that was a good example okay I know yeah so mean. stuff like that honestly like I said I, when you guys like assume that I've had the same experience because you know not I feel like eight times out of ten I have mm -hmm. maybe seven times out of ten but I feel like, for the most part, we've had very, like... I think you specifically and your upbringing. Not every... Not everybody. Yeah, speaking on my... Have I have that. to speak for myself. Because mm -hmm. I can, with with confidence, say that I don't feel like a lot of biracial people have had the same upbringing as me, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Um, but it makes me feel like you guys are identifying me correctly. Like, you know, as a black woman, when I feel mm -hmm. included in the conversation. But honestly... Everything is a learning opportunity. So even when you're, if you're explaining something to me and it's like, oh, like I actually know about that. What's the worst? <laughs> what time? What time? What's the worst is gonna happen? One time we were on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? This is this has to do with that and just how you don't like when people embarrass you. But <laughs> I don't. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Like we were on like a uh, group FaceTime or Zoom or some shit. And then, like, you were tying your head tie, and, and like, you just kept tying it. It wasn't. Oh tight. my god! I and then I'm this. like, I'm like, sis, why don't you just tie it like this? And then you're like, because I always do it like this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I'm like, I know she's gonna tie it the way I said when we get off the Facetime, <laughs> but she's embarrassed, so she's. I not... was trying to look like a rookie. Yeah, but like that, that's why I feel. I feel Honestly, bad about those types of things sometimes. But don't feel bad. Like, like I'm just trying to help. It's all good. Like, obviously, if you were a stranger, and this happens, mm -hmm. where, like, strangers are, like, explaining things to me like I'm white, and, like, I do mm. get offended, like, yeah. but it, I take it, like, I just take it, like, obviously, you don't know. Like, if you don't know mm -hmm. me, then, like, I understand. Yeah. If it's someone who knows me, mm -hmm. and it's a consistent thing, mm -hmm. like, then I'm going to be offended and be like, yo, like, do I move, like, do I move sick? Like, what, like, how, mm -hmm. maybe I'd look at myself and be like, yo, how am I moving? Because you don't see me as a, a black woman. Mm -hmm. But... Honestly, it's all love. Like, you know, I came off the call and was like, yo, let me go watch a YouTube video because this is why, I said this is why I goddamn use bonnets, bro, because I can't. Mm -mm. <laughs> At the top of I was like, oh, a pineapple. And you're like, yeah, bro, like, people been doing that. Like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. No, I remember one time, too. I don't say too. privy on uh, the light skin. No, one time. The one time you're like, you're like, oh, guys. <laughs> she came on Snapchat and she's like, oh, guys, like, I just figured this out, like, like, because we always talk about how our head tie comes off in the night, right? She's oh my like, god. So god. she's like, oh, if you put your head tie on and then you put your bonnet on top, like, <laughs> oh, it's lit. And then I'm like, what's that TikTok? Why, 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 breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> you have got to be evident. But, I thought I But I was like, I was like, like, usually, like, I just let those things rock because I'm like, whatever. That, that, time, that time she was like, um, we've been new. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. That so she was like, moisturize your hair. Like, 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 you have to do that. Like, I was like, okay. <laughs> 
I was gonna let you have that, but I was no. like, no, I can't. Honestly, I feel like those insecurities come out when I'm trying to do stuff that I'm not that I don't normally do so yeah. like I'm looking into getting like you know like a sick wig for my birthday and mm -hmm. I feel so like not black in this experience of like mm -hmm. not knowing what to do yeah. not knowing who to go to not knowing anything about it like makes me feel like yo like but honestly i'm missing out on this whole like i don't have that experience of like oh in elementary school when you had to leave out like mm -hmm. i'm missing those years of like mm -hmm. so that's why having I'm a so bad wig before to having do a good anything like different a lot of black women feel that's like what that. i was gonna tell her i can assume that we all feel that way now because yeah. now the it girls were back then it was like mixed people or amber rose is the it girl the kardashians mm -hmm. and shit now we can look at like jada and them and I'm just, or what's Lyra and them, and I'm like, yo, yeah. like, I am scared to try something new yeah. because I've mastered the curly hair, yeah. and I feel like my identity is associated with that, and now I'm scared, like, oh, if I get a frontal and it looks crazy, like, they're mm -hmm. gonna look at me and be like, oh, like, she's mixed. That's yeah. why her frontal yeah. looks crazy. Yeah. That's okay. what I'm scared of. That's like, what I'm scared of. Like, so much with your hair. Yeah. It's like, it makes sense. I think sense. your identity yeah. is so much with your hair. I think, I think people, like, just like, um, like just like being in public with you i think that people always stop you and ask you about your hair mm -hmm. like people mm -hmm. like with some bad it's, people it's, and some people that are just like oh you have yeah. nice hair honestly mm -hmm. it's usually not mixed girls that are like oh like what are you using your hair like it'll be mm -hmm. like the auntie's like oh what are you using i'm like oh i'm using the aunt jackie's i'm i'm using mm -hmm. this and like oh try this like i feel like they recognize like and whatever that's rooted in that's fine but i think they recognize like oh like you know you have you know more traditional like a more of a traditional hair texture mm -hmm. and like i don't know i appreciate that i feel mm -hmm. I, I take it in a positive way i didn't mm -hmm. always when i was like struggling with my hair yeah. but now i do yeah so I think that's why i'm scared to like get the ponytail or anything like that because yeah. i feel like we're back then if our hair was looking crazy it's like oh we're young and like you know we're just everybody's hair, it out. Looks, Everybody's yeah. hair looks crazy mm -hmm. i feel like if i'm at my age and, and my hair looks crazy, wig. like, everyone's, gonna, everyone's notice. gonna notice, and I feel like that would, might make people look at me like I'm not at, like, I'm not as black. Yeah. Because uh, so I think that, But yeah. honestly, like, I feel like, I feel like that's something that you've internalized, and, like, I get it, but you have to learn it, because, like, literally, like, my cousin, her birthday is coming up this month, and she's having the exact same thing, mm -hmm. like, the same way how I'm sending, keep sending you hair and stuff like that, like, yeah. I've been sending her hair, like, mm -hmm. you know, we're like, and honestly, 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 in... Toronto, like all these hairdressers are just mixed up. Like I feel like I feel like when you do your hair, you have to expect a certain level of mix up. Yeah. Like what? What do you mean? Like in terms of she might be late. She oh, might she yeah. might reschedule. Yeah. She might yeah. she might like not put her hundred percent in. She mm -hmm. might overcharge. She might like every, yeah, like, like that, even if yeah. you get like like the hairdresser I have now, I think is good. But like in general, like like you have to expect <laughs> a little bit of fuckery. Like yeah. you know what I mean? And like like I was telling this thing like. Um, like, you know how, like, sometimes when you take off your frontal or, like, you take out your braids, like, you mm -hmm. might lose a little bit of your edges or, like, you might like, have, like, bumps or something like that, mm -hmm. right? And it's, it's light work. But, like, for her, I was telling her, like, you need to, like... Like don't worry. Like when you when you take off your frontal and you have bumps over there, like it's okay. Yeah, like it's fine. It's, yeah. fine. it's gonna go away in like a yeah. week. But like obviously, if it's your first time experiencing that, it's you're gonna scary. be like, what the yeah. fuck? Like da da da. And I don't mm. think that's. I think maybe you being mixed has played into that. But at the same time, there's lots of black girls who I haven't had a wig. Too. I yeah, feel that I feel too. when like I first started wearing wigs, I was like, yeah. what the, what's going on? I Sometimes I still feel like like even like when I um like used to make my wigs i'm like okay i know my wig like i can go outside in this but it doesn't mm -hmm. look like 
Instagram. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I always felt insecure about that. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I've always felt insecure about that. Like, even okay. when we went to Windsor Sports Weekend and, like, mm-hmm. it was, like, every... Like, I'm, like, I, I literally made this wig. Mm-hmm. Like, I I was, like, oh, this isn't the, my best wig yet. Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then, like, we get there and, like, every girl has, like, baby hairs and da-da-da. Yeah. And I'm, like, <laughs> I feel so, like... Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel so popped out. Like, <laughs> so, I think all black women experience that. Yeah. I don't, I think it's heightened or it's intersection, it has an intersection with your identity. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like, we feel like that too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, in terms of dating, like, do you ever feel like you've been <laughs> fetishized? And, like, how, how does. Okay, be honest. Like, okay. Say how you felt, like, back in the day when you were less educated. Okay. And how you feel now that you've had more of these conversations. Okay, when I was less educated, honestly, also it was high school, and honestly, back then I was pretty, like, not desperate, but very insecure. Mm-hmm. So any attention, whether, wherever it was rooted in, I seen it positive, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, like, guys like me. Yeah. And now that I'm more educated... And know who I am and know like what my values are mm-hmm. and that like that wouldn't fly with me like the oh like you're like your light skin the, like that just that kind of shit like yeah even now like if, if off meet someone's just like oh like what do you mix with or shit like that like that ugh, mm-hmm. not into it I've mm-hmm. been on dating apps and like mm-hmm. guys are putting mixed in their bio team light skin in their bio like no! at, <laughs> in, in big big 2021 on Drake's internet this is like <laughs> and it's just like that to me it's just like i already know i want nothing to do with you because if Mm -hmm. what you have to offer dating webs like it's dating apps are social media so you're putting forth your best Mm -hmm. attributes your your you're only showing the good, none of the mm, bad. Mm. And if you think the good or the positive of why someone would want to date you is that mm. you're mixed or you're light skinned, mm. automatically, like, you're I'm weird. not interested yeah. at all. Like, mm. not even a little bit. But have you, in your adult life, mm-hmm. like, even, like, a guy that you are either getting to know or a guy that maybe you start, you've started to like, mm-hmm. like, has he ever said anything that, like... Maybe not blatantly, but yes. like something underlying that you were like, mm. Yes. So my first boyfriend, and again, I was pretty naive and uh, insecure, but I think that's when I definitely started to like be like, no, you're wrong. But honestly, when someone's colors, you can't argue with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that my first boyfriend would be like, oh, I remember him and his friends were talking. They're talking about the order of girls that they would date. <laughs> what? Well, what those <laughs> girls Wait, date depends you? on like color. This depending is- on color or like what? Depending on color and race. So it was like oh. light skin. <laughs> they took a deep breath. Yes, it's like, they said like light skin, Asian, white, and they go they're like you know brown skin, and then it'd be like dark skin and then Indian or something like that, some shit like that. Oh. <laughs> and I remember like, and I can honestly, this wasn't my boyfriend oh, right. that said this at the time, obviously not, but yeah. it was his friend who was sunken. He's deep, deep, deep in a dark place. And I remember, like, arguing with him and just, like, just, made, like <laughs> just, like, there was no, his argument for why he felt this way is because black girls were mean to him, but, like, now that like, he's race, like, his shining attribute was, like, that he had good hair. So, like, obviously, other black girls would be, like, you White girls like you because you're black. They don't like, like you. They yeah. They have good hair. Yeah. yeah. Like, he just was troubled, deep troubled, deeply troubled. <laughs> and so, I 
and then that was like a first re interaction in my adult life like ew like this is how niggas move like this is yeah. terrible mm -hmm. and then it made me question myself like is this man with me because i'm like light skin mm -hmm. light skin yeah i'm mixed and that's why like he likes me because honestly towards the end of our relationship when shit was getting bad there was a lot of things that man did not like about me and i think mm -hmm. one reason why he really tried to stuck it out was because one i'm a catch and two because you know i think in his friend's eyes like i was like a prize oh. that makes sense mm -hmm. like uh, he was up because he had me mm -hmm. which any guy that's with me is gonna be up because they have but me it's but it's for the wrong reason it was for the wrong him. reason because that was a whole that was a whole nother thing but you know he had a lot of problems with a lot of things about me apparently so but that wasn't it <laughs> that wasn't one mm -hmm. um and then the guy I dated right after that he was mixed and that's when i realized like you know what this mixed struggle biracial struggle that you know i think that bi all biracial people have a certain amount of time to like overcome and decide mm -hmm. like where you stand mm -hmm. i realized like in your adult life there's no place for it Mm. It's, it's ugly now it's ugly now mm -hmm. it's self-hate at that point yeah it's not cute so that was when i realized like you know what i also am not interested in dating anyone who's mixed even if they're like me if they have mm. the same upbringing as me mm. it's just when i see my life i just see my little my little black babies i just mm -hmm. don't see you or if i'm or i'll just date someone who's brown or something like i'll mm -hmm. just go the complete opposite <laughs> but i can't do this like biracial struggle i mm -hmm. just don't want my kids to be lighter than me like i just don't see that and maybe mm -hmm. that's a problem maybe i shouldn't say that but that's no. just when i see my life i just don't see like mm -hmm. little white kids i don't know yeah. why i just don't and with dating him i was just like oh like i'm so thankful that i've like overcome this at mm -hmm. a young age and that mm -hmm. now i can just like like love myself mm -hmm. and enjoy my 20s because he did not like his hair he did not like his and obviously i didn't know this when i first started and he was white passing so he was white passing yeah um but like he was he wasn't white passing but he was like he wasn't black passing he wasn't black he was kind of brown <laughs> passing like sorry honestly, i don't want to be that person i think when i met him i thought he was more like arab or something oh because okay. he's like yeah he was like Wait, he was east, east african so he was giving me like you know like arab yeah. vibes so Mm -hmm. then i was like oh okay like you're you're white and black like okay cool cool so am i whatever whatever it wasn't until you know you get past what was the real world say like after you stop being friendly when you get to yeah. know people <laughs> that you're like really seeing who they are and i was like mm -hmm. oh no yeah. like oh no oh no, no. <laughs> first red flag should have been like if okay like i don't want to shut a whole group of men out but like if you're biracial and i don't see any black people in your circle mm. that's the red flag that's right red there flag. but i was yep. dumb back then so i was just like you know not everyone's as fortunate as me to have like a solid group so whatever 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 two it's just like the the little comments like oh i don't from when he said he has very black features i feel like mm. from when he said like oh i don't like my nose i don't like my hair i was mm. like oh like this is a problem yeah and it was just it was just very strange i just didn't you didn't get it. You're feeling like that, mm -hmm. but then you're also like throwing the N word around. It's like you have to. Yeah. yeah. Like if you mm. identify more as white or whatever, that's fine. But you can't use this privilege yeah. of being black when you want to. Yeah. Like you can't be like, oh, I'm black, or oh, saying mm -hmm. the N word around your mm -hmm. white friends and stuff because you're the token black friend and you're mm -hmm. barely meeting. If you're the token black person, you mm -hmm. can't be sitting there in front of your friends saying mm -hmm. you don't like your skin, you don't like your hair, your hair's nappy, you don't like your nose and stuff. Yeah, that is why just, would you say that in front of white you people? You just have to know yourself. Like You can't say that in front of white people. Like yeah. Save that for the talks when it's just me and you or yeah. I can help you do this. <laughs> but you can't 
Because in some situations for white people, that mixed person is the token black person. And they're going to get what they think of black people from that. From you. And that's why I think at this age, like, you can't be having that biracial struggle of, like, Mm. you don't know who you are, you don't know where you fit in, because Mm. you can influence others around you, and then that's Mm. going to directly relate people who know that they're black, who are black. So you can't be saying stuff like that. And then when these white people are around black people who know themselves, who Mm -hmm. are black undeniably, Mm -hmm. and this is the impression that they got from you. Yeah. Mm. You know what I was going to say? And, like, I say this carefully because I I don't know how else to put it. And it's not the same. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have to say that because, like, Dark and Lovely Pod. (laughs) But at the same time, I feel like as black people, like... And this is the thing, if a if a if a mixed or light skinned person said this, I would tell them to shut the fuck up. So maybe <laughs> yeah, I should have to I, sh- I have to learn it. But at the same time, I feel like as black people, like sometimes we just need to like stop all of that because like all the light skinned this, 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 that. Like, yeah, talk about okay, because you see this conversation, we're talking about our experiences, right? Yeah. Like this scene obviously has a different experience. Mm-hmm. And she's able to understand colorism and we're able to understand like this biracial yeah. uh struggle mm-hmm. without me saying okay but colorism's worse or you yeah. say but okay mm-hmm. being light skin's worse mm-hmm. and like when you're talking and saying like oh like as an adult i feel like you have to unlearn like like your whatever identity crisis that you're ha- going through like i was gonna say i feel like the same goes for people who like dark skin people and colorism like i feel like mm-hmm. at a certain age like yeah okay we experienced this like okay maybe you were bullied maybe mm-hmm. you were made to feel like shit but at the same time like you can't be 25 like feeling that way like mm-hmm. like but I think and that's you have to actively a valid uh, argument because like i said even with that guy where i was like oh at his big age he mm-hmm obviously has colors he was like oh black women were mean to me they said yeah. like you know they made fun of my clothes this and that like mm-hmm. when are you gonna let that go <laughs> like yeah. so i kind of see what you mean like obviously it shouldn't be swept under the rug and you know never- what i'm saying is that what i'm saying is that like i feel like as black people mm-hmm. we would have done a lot more unlearning and come to understand each other a lot more if we just respected because like as a dark-skinned person, I can think of a mixed person or a light-skinned person and be like, okay, like, I don't want to hear about people making fun of you because you're light-skinned. Yeah, I don't want to yeah, hear about yeah. people saying, like, for you, even to you, somebody could say, I don't want to hear that people made you feel a way about your hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And because because I experienced that and I experienced colors. Yeah, so I'm not facts. trying to hear what you have mm-hmm. to say, right? And I feel like to an extent, okay, I understand. And me, at times, that's my initial reaction. But mm-hmm. at the same time when you're saying these things about like having to unlearn the struggles that you had being mixed growing up mm-hmm. i'm drawing a lot of not the exact things but the ways that you had to learn it or like how you realize you had to unlearn it i'm seeing a lot of parallels with how i had to unlearn uh, colorism okay, okay so i'm saying and the reason why i'm seeing these parallels is because i'm taking the time to listen to you yeah mm-hmm. but like i said if you weren't my friend I would tell you to shut the fuck up. (laughs) And I wouldn't hear anything past, oh, as a light-skinned woman or as a mixed woman, I experienced this, I would say, shut up. And that's what what earlier I was saying is like, how do we as black people, like what space is it for biracial people and mixed people and light-skinned people to speak about their experiences Mm -hmm. with black people? Mm. Because I think it's a conversation that needs to be had. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, I do agree that if we're talking about colorism 
I don't think you know what I'll say it like this I think if we're talking about colorism there is still a space for light skin people to say how they have experienced the byproducts of it mm-hmm. or experienced it positively or whatever yeah but because I think that's basically the conversation we're having today yeah, right yeah. but at the same time I feel like the reason why it's a problem is because black men especially when they hear a light-skinned woman talking they listen they listen <laughs> yeah. and it and it takes away from dark-skinned women yeah. and also like not all light-skinned women or mixed women are going to not woke but are going to understand things in the way that this team does and i feel like it has to do with how you're raised yeah and i think it also has to do with you being friends with me and kayla yeah you know what i mean i think in your childhood your parents set the foundation Mm -hmm. and then like in your adolescence and like your adulthood now like your friends have like well i don't want to speak for you but no from the outside looking in like i feel like that has to do with it absolutely so i feel like as black people go ahead so okay so because you said that mm-hmm. like and you said like being a 24 25 year old that this is something that you should have unlearned by now mm-hmm. so say like you're the same person but you didn't you weren't raised by the same family okay. and you didn't have friends who were dark skin mm-hmm. how would you do that as a 24 25 year old right now if you didn't have the same the experiences that you had growing up you know with dark-skinned friends and like the family support that you had honestly it's kind of like when white people come to you and they want to know about racism like you have to go do your own research Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be black women or black people teach like helping you through that process because you're Mm -hmm. already going through your own struggle like especially as black women you guys are going through sexism racism colorism Mm -hmm. now you have to handhold the little mixed girl who like doesn't know where she stands you have to just do it on your own and you have to actively seek out like supportive friend groups i'm not saying like i mean some people don't have access to that unfortunately Mm -hmm. but you just have to maybe then not speak like (laughs) (laughs) like if that is your if that is your real life where you don't have Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, dark skin friends or you weren't raised like to really appreciate your blackness or to understand like your mm-hmm. blackness, then when it comes to conversations about colorism, like you should be the last person to speak because you're gonna say something mm-hmm. and other people are gonna run with it and it's just gonna hurt the conversation, not help it forward. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sorry to those people, but like they have to. <laughs> Google is free. Too. Yeah, Google is free. Like, but at the you same can time, join a black club. Like, yeah. you can you can join Black Twitter. I heard like if you're invested in the yeah, process, you'll find a way. Yeah. You'll find a way. But at the same time, like that's true. But this I is feel the like thing. some people like they're just not aware of it. Like you know what I mean? They just don't. And even they don't have see. to. That too. Like let me say that they don't it. have to. Like. But when, okay, honestly, when I look at biracial people and they are depth to what my appearance, they either claim to be exactly half or more mm-hmm. to maybe one side, mm-hmm. I just leave them. Yeah. You can't bring people along with you that don't want to come. Like, yeah, And we, to a certain extent, have to gatekeep blackness. Like, mm-hmm. if somebody has an experience where they weren't raised, you know, you know, similar to how I was raised or mm-hmm. don't have those friendships, then maybe maybe this is just maybe this is not for them maybe mm-hmm. they're just that's just but then, life they're supposed don't, to don't have. speak on us then, though. but then yes yeah. then when it comes to conversations about being black or so or or, or whatever or privilege or colorism like don't talk just like how you're not identifying as being black then you have to see this from the perspective of like okay 
that one side. I can't or, take up space. Yeah, you can't take like, up that space. That conversation is not for me. The yeah. issue is when you identify as being like, oh, I'm half or I'm white, I'm white and then you're taking up spaces when mm. it works for you. Of like, oh, well, my my auntie yeah. is black or my I have a black mm-hmm. grandparent. It's usually when people get caught being colorist or being racist that now all of a sudden they have a black grandmother or this and yeah. that. So, so wait, so how do you feel about, okay, I'll ask this question in two ways. Like, how do you feel about, because I think in one of the episodes we were talking about like white passing black people, right? Mm-hmm. So like, there's like, I don't remember, yeah. but we did. <laughs> so like, what do you... Like, for you, obviously, none of us are the gatekeepers of blackness, right? Yeah. But at the same time, like, for, like, what's that girl, Daddy Lee? Like, like for <laughs> example, like, when... <laughs> that's a is, bad example, but that girl's not black. Is she a, okay, so that's she's a white woman, black. right? No, okay. Yeah. She's, I wouldn't say she's... A, I think that maybe that's where she could make the argument. She's not a white woman, but no. she's Dominican. She's yeah. not black. She's Dominican, okay? <laughs> yeah, but, okay. So, 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 like, in terms of, like, people, like, saying, oh, I'm black because I have, like, one black great-grandparent or one black parent i think that is the equivalent of like oh i'm not racist i have black friends or oh i'm not racist like mm-hmm. i my auntie's black like no that doesn't work so like Same thing. when you think of okay because i have a cousin that's married to a white man right mm-hmm. and like in the episode i'm talking about like i think we said like oh like if a if a black person and a white person have a kid and then their kid has a kid with a white kid and then their kid mm-hmm. like yeah. then, is that kid black right mm-hmm. and then she texts me she's like yo ever since you said that i've been thinking about this like mm-hmm. like yeah. you know like and like she's like oh um and then we start talking about it i'm like i but, think your race is not black but is it ethnicity like no your ethnicity i think your your ethnicity for me my ethnicity is ghana uh-huh and then my race is black Okay. So I don't think the cat, the kid would be. If anything, they wouldn't be ethnically black at all. They wouldn't ethnically be black, and I don't think they would. But race culturally. Them. Culturally, sure. Because that's what I was. I'm like, mm-hmm. if if you really instilled like your Ghanaian culture into your kids, mm-hmm. like if as the matriarch of the family, like is like a Ghanaian household, mm-hmm. and then your kids are raised in that, and then they raised their kids in that, like wouldn't mm-hmm. that kid, like, I mean, can is that kid appropriate in culture if? they no. wear waist beads for example i don't think so because no. but at the same time like i don't know if 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 another ganyan person was offended like can i tell them not to be mm-hmm. just because like, i'm not you can't tell anybody to be anything yeah. so everyone's gonna, gonna have do a, what they want to do yeah everyone's gonna have a problem with something mm-hmm. on both ends mm-hmm. somebody's gonna have a problem with it but I think if you're you announcing that you are black has anything to do with being called out for being colorist, problematic, mm-hmm. racist, culturally appropriating, then obviously you didn't make it very apparent that you were black from the beginning. Not that you should have to explain yourself or mm-hmm. parade that you have black family members. If it's not until you get caught doing something dumb that, that you want to say you're black. You're saying Low you're key, black. Cardi B did that too, but I'm just ignoring too. it. Still. Yeah, I consider her black. But she used to say she wasn't black. Yeah, she did. She yeah. did. I thought she always said she's Afro Latina. No, not always. Really? Afro Latina has been a hot, a buzzword probably like the last four years. But People were that, not saying they were that. not saying mm-hmm. that. They would say, "Oh, I'm from New York." Like, what do you oh. want? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. when people are, you know they're from toronto so that's why they have like jamaican this and that so i think it was kind of like <laughs> oh you need a charger a charger okay calm um i just say we move because i don't like to look into that too hard but um, yeah low-key sometimes you're not black well <laughs> you're black but you tried to say you weren't yeah i didn't forget 
But that's what it. I'll, I'll, I'll um, um, I won't. I won't hold it against you now. But I didn't forget. Yeah, I didn't forget. So how do you feel about mulatto? And like, like okay, as a as a mixed or light skin person, when she first was like, you you heard like mulatto, like she's a rapper, da 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 da. Mm -hmm. Like, did you automatically or did you initially? Think this is a problem or did you have to think about it or like like how like how do you feel about Honestly, i have to think about it because i'm really not really familiar with the word mulatto like that's an american context i think it's an american word and i think i've <laughs> i've heard it before but i don't really think you i took take it, it in. in what it even really meant mm -hmm. now that i know i'm like okay yeah that's like a problem mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um Honestly, it's okay. You can it's say honestly, it. I just that one. I, like you I said, I try out. to let, I try to. You gotta let like Irish people get people do. I guess what they want mm -hmm. on how they identify. And from her explanation, from the jump has been that she's like reclaiming this word or whatever mm -hmm. her upbringing was. There was issues where you know people treated her mom a certain way or people treated her dad a certain way, and then used that word as an insult. Again, she's from the south, so I guess that word is. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that word is. I don't I don't I've never seen this word used in context in real life before mm -hmm. So maybe like my opinion on the word itself isn't very valuable. Yeah, but I can only Assume if she's saying that that was her experience where this word was used against her and her family well, wait, Negatively and that she's reclaiming it then okay But you have to if you have a controversial name or you're do that is something in itself controversial I think you you admitting that you're reclaiming a word is it is acknowledging that this is controversial but hold on. So you see how he said that you feeling a way about your hair or mm -hmm. people making you feel way about your hair is a byproduct of colorism. Yeah. I feel like mulatto and that whole identity and the fact that she was made to feel bad about it is a byproduct of colorism. Mm -hmm. And racism, depending on yeah. where, which side it was coming from. No, but I think it, the reason why I'm saying it's colorism is because like those people were treated better because they have fair skin. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they the and the only foods. reason why it's an insult is because of the blackness in you. So the okay. people that are actually fully black, like, the reason See, why it's a really diss... I don't know what this word... Like, I don't really understand what the word means. I think I think you should just... Hold on. Because I think you should just think of it as, like, an, a diss to, like, mixed people. Okay. Like, it's a, it's a derogatory term for being mixed. mixed. Okay. But what I'm saying is where the insult comes like is that you're it's the black it's the black not that you're okay oh, do you know what i'm trying to okay, say no, okay I'm just, like, what it meant, see then. i don't know that. that's how i, I understand it maybe i'm wrong but that's that that's yeah, when i break like it down white, it's like you're half black yeah, yeah like know. that's the yeah. diss the fact okay. that you have okay black see meat. to me the diss would be like you're half white so i kind of assume that that was what it was because it's from it's from but i think like over time like it's gonna be people are gonna use it for different like you know right but i think when i think of it like because i feel like black people gave that to to them sorry because i feel white people gave yeah, that to them yeah, yeah. i think that this is that you have black in you yeah right yeah, so that's okay. how i understand it so that being said if if it's coming from that like does she have like can she reclaim that like that's like you that's like you becoming like saying like oh like like how do i put it like i don't know is your hair 4c i feel like it's it's like 4b I don't, I don't know. know. Who cares? <laughs> anyway, so that's like I feel like I feel like if you, I feel like it would be valid for let's say YouTube because I feel like when you search 4C hair, you never see 4C hair. Mm -hmm. So 
I feel like it would be valid for you, valid for you to make a YouTube channel that said, oh, I have 4B hair, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, I feel like if all the YouTubers for 4B hair, something that, like, not is inherent to being dark skin, but realistically is more likely, a dark skin girl is more likely to have that hair texture. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, I feel like if all the YouTubers are biracial, then now it's, it's now you're taking up space. Yeah. So therefore, like, like can she like? Honestly, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. I just think there was no need. Like you, like <laughs> she's had that name since she was like little. So I understand why maybe she's fighting to hold on. Her father is her manager, and she's been. She's wait, like, wait, is her father black? Yes, her father is the black parent. Her father is her manager, <laughs> and she was like a child rapper. So she was like a like she's been rapping since she was like little, ten, eleven, and she's been on TV shows where her name was Miss. Mulatto, like when she was a kid. Now she just goes by Mulatto. That's so bad. So oh, if God. the black person in her life is naming her Miss Mulatto and all her, you know, LLCs and stuff mm -hmm. are in Miss Mulatto, mm -hmm. then I can understand. And then you're obviously you're you're light skin, you're mixed, mm -hmm. so you know you're getting positive feedback from mm -hmm. because you know she can rap, but she's getting positive feedback from her skill, from how she looks, you mm -hmm. know, wrapped up in some colorism in there. And then black people are turning around now in 2021, like, oh, it's a problem. Like, she's gonna, now she has money, she has a record deal, she's gonna mm -hmm. assume it's hate. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you guys are hating. Yeah. And like I said, some mixed people are raised to be like, oh, if people say this and that about you, they hate, it's because they're hating on you because they wanna be you, they wanna mm -hmm. look like you. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Not my experience, but from conversations I've had with other people, it seems like that can be a common experience. That mm -hmm. you're taught from young to like think that black women are gonna look at you a certain way because they're You're jealous like, yeah mm -hmm. yeah so maybe i think in her own twisted world like maybe that's what she thinks it is because mm -hmm. we often hear about people coming up and then they have bear haters so maybe she just thinks that we're all hating it on her and that she's not wrong because if your daddy gave you this name and he's black and he's black this is and you're accepted in the black community as this and okay. now you're hitting mainstream and now it's a problem you're gonna think it's hate this is why i personally okay this is the thing when i see a black woman with a white man i'm not mad i'm not gonna lie mm -hmm. when when i see a black <laughs> woman no a white woman with a black man yeah. i'm initially mad yeah, and the reason why it's is because we know these men in real life and they're not more times the, one, the ones that the, the black men that stay with white women are very rarely unproblematic. Like they're usually problematic. I yeah. feel that it's usually that was their um, their biggest ambition in life. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing else. Like, and no, guys, okay. yeah. no career goals. Not even that. On Twitter, I can't no wait to have goals. mixed kids. Like yeah. that is their ambition in life. Mm. There's those ones, and there's the ones that like are so lame and they're like they're okay with like a girl just liking them because they're black yeah that's why like as black women like uh, we need to stop defending so that guy them. that i was talking about like he's lame and like any self-respecting black woman is like okay you're lame like you have nothing going for you mm -hmm. so i'm not interested even, i feel like even a self-respecting white woman but maybe a yeah. white woman who just is like oh you're black yeah like you mm -hmm. know yeah mm -hmm. i feel like that is often where it comes from or and men, it, they internalize one little thing in their life, and then they like hate run with it. it. For the they rest run of with it. it. They hate. And like they, they're so annoying. They can never be like, us. Oh, I'm gonna be up. I'm gonna have money, and you're gonna come crawling back, and I'm gonna kick you to the curb. Like, Yo, I see this kid. It's like when, dude, she's the girl's like, she's like, 
um, if I ever curved you, whether you get rich or not, I still don't want you. I still don't want you. Fuck. I want your money, but I don't want you. That's their healing process, getting rich. So when I was in like high school, this is going to be terrible. I just felt like from... Mm, just okay. say it. <laughs> I don't honestly if I'm offending you, just No no, just say like, it. Don't worry. Okay. So like I personally felt that a lot of lighter skin girls around me felt like they were better than me mm -hmm. because of the the sole reason was because of their skin tone. Oh, I'm sure they did. We all went to school at the same time. Mm -hmm. We know what the time, what time people were on. I'm sure, I'm sure they did. Mm -hmm. Because, like I said, not everyone has the same experience as me. So I can't, I can't speak on them honestly. Maybe they didn't, but mm -hmm. I could see how if someone was not raised the way I was raised, that they mm -hmm. would think that they have a one up on everybody else. And yeah. if you're hearing this all, like all you're human time. and you're mm -hmm. fucking 15, you're gonna internalize some part of that, especially if it's positive, like. Think of the fact that we internalize negative things. Like, yeah. if it's something positive, you're, you're going to internalize it. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they, I mean, even when you look at, like, okay, so I always speak on this, how, like, when I see a white woman with a black guy, and I always feel like the white girl just has a problem. Like, I work in customer service, so I mm -hmm. interact with lots of people. And, like, Wait, I, sorry, can you say that again? If it's a, if it's a, like, a mixed race couple, is that what's called? Interracial. Interracial. Yeah. <laughs> interracial couple. And the woman is white, mm -hmm. and the guy is black, and like I said, I interact with a lot of people because of my job. Mm -hmm. I feel like that the white woman has a problem, and they think that like I'm <laughs> hating on them. And yeah. I feel like since I'm mixed, you mm -hmm. <laughs> since I'm biracial, um, mm -hmm. maybe I get it less. So I'm interested to see how you guys feel because maybe they're mm -hmm. looking at like, oh, like you're a potential kid. Like who knows what mm -hmm. what way they're looking at it. Mm -hmm. But I also interact with somebody who she moves kind of weird and then when people question it she's like oh well my husband's black oh i hate those ones and she shut said up. she's shut had up, multiple again someone that i i don't want to get too detailed in it yeah yeah of course point out who it is but i've had people come back to me like oh like i've had a problem with this person like i don't think they like me they have a problem yeah. they have an attitude problem and when you're not around mm -hmm. like they're 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 terrorizing me mm -hmm. and i'm like well what and then from conversations I've had with that person, they seem to think that every like black woman, once they find out that her husband is black, hates her, has a problem with her. No. And I'm like, maybe it's because of the way you act. Maybe it's because the way you act. And if that is true, that's the territory you're in. Yeah. Like, if people are looking at you kind of sideways, that's mm -hmm. the territory you're in, and they have mm -hmm. a right to because you don't know what's all behind this. Mm. Yeah. You haven't. It, it's just it's to me it's just weird like yeah. if you've ex we've all experienced this, this this similar experience of like racism yeah and that is determined by white people mm -hmm. and then if now a brother is dating a white woman mm -hmm. and maybe somebody an auntie or something is looking at you like hmm mm -hmm. that's kind of just normal any household you go to and you're dating somebody's yeah. somebody's son she's gonna look at you like hmm yeah. but i think when when I do that, I'm like, okay, I have to earn the respect. Like, I, you know, I have to prove myself. Yeah. Like, it's just part of the territory. Yeah. Any black mother is going to feel a certain way about mm -hmm. her son, right? Yeah. I think when white women go into that, obviously there is some type of like, oh, you're like, white. Yeah. You're white. Yeah. I but it's they, also. It's also, they take it like, oh, they're hating on me because I'm white. Because I'm white, yeah. And it's that need to be oppressed so bad because mm. they are the oppressor mm. that I notice that. So in my own personal experience, I will interact with like, these interracial couples and mm -hmm. i'm getting a lot of animosity from the white woman mm -hmm. 
I've never experienced that. And then when that. it's the opposite, if it's like a white guy and a black woman, it's mm-hmm. all love. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he is the most well mannered. Trust me, even if it's like a leave out shorty and a hillbilly type of guy, enough respect. It's all love. It's oh, how are you doing, ma'am? Oh, uh, oh, yes, my wife likes to wear things like that too. It's all love. Like I'll be kind of like, come on, Richard. (laughs) It's all love. Like I'm not uncomfortable in any way, but Mm -hmm. I. Like I don't know if this is wrong. I should be saying this, but when, (laughs) but when I'm interacting with like couples where it's like a white girlfriend like mm-hmm. i'm mad uncomfortable i'm not looking at yeah. the man in his eye like I'm no i found the only you. experience i found like i haven't been in close proximity with that mm-hmm. but like in just like passing mm-hmm. and especially if like i know the guy or like i just either i know him or like mm-hmm. i just know him you know what i mean yeah. mm-hmm. like he doesn't want to make eye contact with yeah me. like it's He's always ashamed. the weirdness from coming from the guy, the guy. that's yeah, what i never mean. like yeah that girl it's always weird. the guy like he's it's looking old. at you like oh like are you me, don't like, be I'm mad like, at me like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah i'm sorry <laughs> sis. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. But you, where is that coming from because we don't care i promise you we don't care yeah. like there's nothing in the seat so like, why do you initially look at me like oh yeah don't, don't hate me it's because, because i don't care no i that i hate you i'm sorry like everybody's different i don't think all white people all white women are like this i don't think all black men are like this Mm -hmm. but i think like because of my experiences and because of like just yeah my experiences and other people's experiences like when it's a black man with a white woman like i'm going to assume a certain level of coonery because (laughs) like because like i know that you guys don't stand up for black women like mm. in the way that we stand up f- like no self-respecting black woman is gonna sit down for a white man to say anything about a black man no. or black people at all mm-hmm. i don't know any black woman like that mm-hmm. and i even if you are with a white man i i don't foresee it unless you're just mm. so fucking far gone like yeah. so so fucking far gone <laughs> but if it's like a black man i think it's pretty typical for them not to protect us or defend us yeah, or yeah. in a real life past twitter right yeah. so yeah. like <laughs> i'm gonna assume a certain level of coonery i'm assuming a certain level of coonery in all black men at this point i'm so sorry and this, if you're if you're in with in a relationship with a white woman or a non-black woman or an exotic woman at that assumed percentage is going up yeah because i know you're not correcting that that white woman black woman whatever woman sorry not black woman white woman whatever woman mm-hmm. when she says stuff mm-hmm. yeah and you're not going to be the one In to let way, her unlearn anything it's like validated it's like yeah. I, I don't know if it's directly or indirectly but like that like he said that level of coonery like, like whatever whatever they have internalized against them of woe is me mm-hmm. and then they express that like obviously your non-black partner is gonna run with that like mm-hmm. just common sense yeah. but sis do you know Where i feel like we actively if we are in a relationship with someone who is not black like i'm not gonna come and vent all my all my feelings of black men that i'm mm-hmm. that never, yeah never mm-hmm. yeah. that's a conversation for black women only yeah. like that's yeah. the only time to be like ah oh, man ain't shit but i don't know if deja can agree what but like you see how you were saying that we're saying that we assume a certain level of coonery yeah. like if if he's black and she's white like as a dark-skinned woman like i don't know if this is problematic but if i see a man with a light-skinned woman or or a mixed woman it i don't have a problem with it like oh like she's taking our men nothing like that mm-hmm. but i am assuming a certain level of colorism of of like colorist like if i i think more so if i see you with multiple mm-hmm. like that's all that's like your whole day that's all you yeah did. yeah 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 but 
if if to be honest like if i see that like i i like okay let's say i think a guy's attractive right mm -hmm. and i see that he either his favorites are all of, all of white women or mm. his he's he has dated a white woman or i go to his instagram and all his friends are white i'm like no like yeah. I, i'm not i'm not attracted to you anymore yeah mm -hmm. right but when I see like uh, a black, like a dark skinned man, like mm -hmm. men that a man I'm attracted to, mm -hmm. and all they either in their favorites is all biracial women, light skinned women, Asian women, whatever. Yeah. No specific. I'll say specifically light skinned women. Um, and their who they're dating is as a light skinned woman or whatever. Yeah. I'm not attracted to them anymore either because I'm assuming that you don't like me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't like. You don't like you don't women that look, look like, like me. me. Yeah. 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 So, but some guys just like all black women, you know what yeah. I mean? But then you would like that would be apparent then, like in their likes, mm -hmm. who they follow, mm -hmm. who, they who they're dating. Yeah. It would be if it's really like, oh, I just fell for this person, then your dating history is going to reflect that you just fell for, fell for yeah. this person. Maybe you yeah. dated, you know, a black girl here, mm -hmm. Asian girl here, like you know, you're mixing it up, whoever you, you fall for is who you fall for. But if it's like mm -hmm. your type is like like skin curly hair or white mm -hmm. women like then there's a that, there's a problem there and i'm not interested mm -hmm. and you're not interested in me so it shouldn't be a problem saying yeah. that so how do you like i know like we we were talking a lot about like privilege and stuff like that right mm -hmm. but like how how can you specific like how have what's a specific privilege or privileges that you can identify that you experience because you're either mixed or light skin um I think an assumed like pretty privilege mm -hmm. that that's that someone may perceive me as pretty or beautiful not just because I, I am but because mm -hmm. I'm light-skinned mm -hmm. I'm mixed um think that's a privilege a privilege of just being like that getting to say like oh I'm half white in not that to me like I don't feel like I don't use that to my advantage in but any you way could if you but I to. could and in that if that in that that's a privilege that I could um, because any, in, in some people's eyes, any closeness to whiteness would be a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, if I'm speaking in a space, I would be listened to more than, than a dark skinned black woman. I feel like, mm -hmm. I think my, like what I would have to say. You know what I'm asking you? Cause I was in this, club, I was in this clubhouse room and this black man, he made a room ask like about colorism. Mm -hmm. This, you know that like two weeks when everybody was talking about colorism. Yeah. So <laughs> that was a crazy two weeks, bro. Trust me. This pandemic is too much. Trust me. So every week a hot topic. Trust me. <laughs> so um, he was talking about colorism, and he was doing a giveaway for like he did different questions but he was basically saying colorism isn't real like that's the vibe he was coming with okay. right so he was that was yeah like he wasn't saying it but you know yeah you know yeah, what i mean yeah. so then he's like he's like he'll give like i think he had like a company so he said he's gonna give like apparel to people that can name three privileges dark-skinned women have three disadvantages they have and three advantages light-skinned women have and three disadvantages they have what and people okay. were actually playing this game. What? And he and people would say <laughs> advantages, disadvantages, dark skin women have, and he'd be like, nah, that, nah. He's like, I'm not hearing that. So what do people say the, the advantages were? I'm just asking. Of being dark skin. Yeah. Well, what were they saying? 
nobody said. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if I, I, I don't remember. <laughs> I didn't register, but yeah. I, I, I think one of them was like, um, I think somebody tried to say that they like men like them more. What? <laughs> I think somebody tried to say that. Okay. But I don't remember. I think I was like, I am lying. What would you say? Ask you two questions. What would you say to a light skinned woman who feels like, or a biracial woman, either or, that feels like she, that either colorism is not a thing, mm -hmm. or she experienced it in some way? Like, what would you say? Like, experienced it how? Like, experienced it where it was like against her? Yeah, like negative, like she experienced the neg like negative impact. Okay, um. Or like, yeah, mm -hmm. a light skinned woman that needs to unlearn colorism. Honestly, <laughs> damn. Um, I don't really know what to say. I'd have to say I would act fast because time's a ticket. And Not act fast. You gotta act fast. This is. I'm assuming I'm speaking to someone who's like our age. But if I'm talking to someone younger, I would just say like, you know, there's nothing wrong with self-reflecting. And when people are telling you stuff or telling you about something, just because it could include you doesn't mean it's directly at you and maybe it is maybe that person said you know you said this and that's a very colorist mentality mm -hmm. honestly colorism affects all of us like we can all i think think of one time where you know either growing up like we were privy to it maybe mm -hmm. we didn't know at the time so to say it's not real like i think you're maybe a little bit delusional or you're like living <laughs> oh i'm being so serious you're delusional or you're living in like a fantasy land and you need to snap out of it mm -hmm. and the other reason why you haven't snapped out of it is because you're reaping all the benefits of it mm -hmm. and you don't want to not reap mm -hmm. the benefits mm -hmm. anymore it, internet's free therapy's free um <laughs> call a friends but i'll I use a lifeline yeah call a friends <laughs> call on a stranger but you can just do your own research and you're basically very, do better do better because like if if we can see that white people are denying racism over a span of many years and it's literally happening today mm -hmm. then you have to kind of acknowledge like maybe i'm wrong about this maybe i gotta count the sit with this one out and listen to what people have to say mm -hmm. yeah and then if you've experienced it if you've experienced it in the positives you i think you that you can reflect on that and acknowledge that and see how you can contribute to do better or if you've experienced a negative like i'm not going to take that away from you if you feel like you know you experienced colorism maybe you did um but you just you can't internalize that and use it as a free pass to do it to others <laughs> that's that's all i'm gonna say on that okay uh what would you say to uh a biracial person going through through the biracial the biracial struggle okay that one i could speak on a little bit better okay um i think if you're over 19 again times are taken and at that okay, point no i feel like okay say what you would say to somebody younger okay if you're younger or I somebody who's say, mentally younger because i feel like we cuss them the whole time okay so. I'm, I'm i'm again i'm gonna assume that you maybe don't have the same like friendships relationships that i've had or the same upbringing and so that i can only you know blame you to a fault that's fine but again you need to actively uh i don't want to say actively seek help but like actively <laughs> like just reflect and figure out what you need to overcome like what what is it sorry if it's like fear of like your blackness then i get like that yeah. i think you need like you know some therapy and there's something wrong with that mm -hmm. um if it's 
you know fearing that maybe you know you're seen as white i don't i don't really know i honestly it's hard like yeah. i can't it's no, all about like, your sense of self. I just think mm -hmm. you have to love yourself and just put yourself first and don't force it. Like, if you feel like people are trying to put you in this box of, like, oh, you're black, mm -hmm. don't force it if you feel like that's not true to you. Or if someone's putting you in this category of, like, oh, you're white, um, that one I would probably do your best to get out of that box because I'm going to tell you this, white people will never accept you as white and you're just going to be running a race that you're never with your two legs tied together. So there's just no point. You just need to... Love yourself, watch some tutorials, like just tutorials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like I understand if you're in a situation where you're surrounded by mostly white people, that's mm. gotta be hard, but you just have to, you know, join some clubs, even if it's like, you know, it's a pandemic, so even if it's like online clubs or forums or something and just, you know, really get out there and try to make some positive like influences in your life positive friends mm -hmm. if you're able to with school like go to a school that you know has you know if it's like in an urban city or something so you can meet more people have more access and really just find your your group because if mm -hmm. you're trying to fit in with people like we all have experienced like where you're trying to fit in like you're never you're just gonna be trying to make other people happy not yourself mm -hmm. so you just gotta do what makes you happy and and yeah, I think if you're struggling with your blackness, in that case, you just need some therapy. You need to unlearn that. And you just need to know, like, you should love yourself. Black is beautiful. I don't know what to tell you, but... Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And if you're at your big, big age... Jeez. Just keep doing what you're doing, because it's too late now. <laughs> it's too late now. Just don't occupy. If you're not there yet, if you haven't done the unlearning and you're not healed, don't occupy any spaces that you don't need to be in. Yeah. Because you're only hurting, you're not helping mm -hmm. in any way. And sometimes people end up in those spaces because they just want to be heard and they want a chance to speak. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was saying, like, sometimes you just need therapy or you need to, like, talk to a friend because you don't <laughs> want to be going on clubhouse and that's where you're mm -hmm. doing your you're unlearning getting, yeah yeah, yeah. it's embarrassing not, it's embarrassing i think social media is a great tool like it i'm is. a big fan of tiktok and i've learned so much mm. even how ways like little things that i could be doing that could be like you know we were talking about like the like the asian print dresses and stuff and how like honestly growing up like i always i never seen like you know when people wearing like the little asian print little mini mm -hmm. dresses like i never seen that as an issue but then i learned i'm like okay i could see how that would be a problem mm -hmm. maybe I'll, I'll steer clear or something like that because i don't know enough about it i think you just yeah okay well thanks for coming sis no problem anytime <laughs> this has been your girl MIT. and dish and Justine. And this is Dark and Lovely Pond. Bye guys. Bye.